0: Oh. Very Christ, thank
1: you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. Be exalted, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you've given us this privilege, you've given us this to be your son, Jesus, to be in your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we exalt your God. There is none like you in Jesus' mighty
0: name.
1: And Father God, as we are about to receive the word, we ask you to speak to us. We surrender all to you. You know our hearts, O God. You know our desires. You know our struggles. And we have come to thy throne in Jesus' name. That Lord, you may empower us to live according to your will and your purpose. In this dark world, we ask you to keep helping us to be that light. In this hopeless world, help us, O God, to be the hope that this world is looking for in the mighty name of jesus we shall not only be hearers of the word but you will grant us grace to be able to put into practice that which we shall be able to learn and receive through your word in jesus mighty name we are trained amen and amen, amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah i want us to appreciate the prestige let's clap for them even as we take our seats thank you so much For that wonderful ministration amen Mm -hmm. so we're going to go to the word for today are we ready for the word i want us to go to first john chapter four and verse seven so glad to see all of us in the presence of god when we welcome our online audience First Peter chapter 4 and verse 7 we're going to start from there I want us to be able to get what God has in store for us today the end and culmination of all things is near. Therefore, be sound minded and self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. The end of all things is near. We can as well say the end of all things is here. Therefore, we should be sound-minded. We should be self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. And that is staying balanced and focused on the things of God. So that your communication will be clear, reasonable, specific, and pleasing to Him. We are living in tough times where and when we need God's grace more than ever. If we are to keep standing, if we are to keep flourishing, we need God's grace. Because the times that we are living in are perilous times, difficult times. The end of all things, the end and culmination of all things is near, therefore be sound minded and self-controlled, be sound minded and self-controlled for the purpose, so there is a place where you need to have a sound mind and self-control so that you can give yourself to prayer. I want us to read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. And we'll go to the word of exhortation for today. Before we can receive the main word, directly from the Lord, before we can talk to God and before we can allow God to speak to us. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 and 7 this is a very very common scripture that is so powerful I encourage you to always meditate on this scripture stand on it confess it live it don't worry about anything don't worry about any single thing I don't know where you are in your life the bible says whatever it is don't worry about it don't worry about anything instead pray about everything sometimes we are so afraid because we fear the unknown we we always tell ourselves i don't know what will happen to me in the next moment i don't know what i will become tomorrow Maybe the many days to come, but the Bible says instead. So instead means in place of. Of worrying about everything, what should you do? Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. In as much as God knows all that we need. The Bible is very clear that God knows that we need these things. But the Bible is also very clear that we have to tell God what we need. And thank Him for all He has done. One of the things that make people do not pray is when they stop being grateful and they start focusing on what is going on wrong what is not working and the moment you become an instrument of compliance and worry that kills your prayer life that kills your appetite for the closet because you feel like you've been praying and God is not answering you but the Bible is very, is very clear. Thank God for all he has done. There is a place where you have to focus on the things that God has done. And give him thanks. We all have things that God has done in our lives. And the Bible says we must be able to thank God for those things. And what will happen when we choose to pray about everything? When we choose to give thanks to God? The servant tells us then you will experience God's peace the world is able to give you false peace but the peace of God is the real peace that you need sometimes the world is able to give you that false peace when you do something wrong you know where your conscience tells you, or rather reminds you to say this is wrong. And then, there is that first peace that comes to say, you know, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. There is a version I read one time when I was studying this scripture. And I came to discover, the Bible says... You will experience the kind of peace that doesn't make sense. This kind of peace exceeds anything we can understand. The peace of God does not mean you will understand what's going on in your life. Sometimes you may not fully understand. You may not have an idea. The space you are in. The season you are in. But you don't also understand the kind of peace you are experiencing in that moment. It's like your head, you, you, maybe you've been heartbroken. It's like you're broke. But you still feel the peace of God. The peace of the world is dependent on the availability of material things, the peace of God is dependent on the assurance of his presence that is always with us you may not have the material things but as long as you have god you have peace people may not always be there for you but as long as god is with you you have peace his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in christ jesus without the peace of god we cannot effectively live for Jesus. What gives you peace? What gives you peace? Today I want to exhort you on something that I'm entitled Keep trusting in God. Even when it hurts, even when it makes no sense, keep trusting. God. Even when it delays, keep trusting God. Even when it looks like nothing is happening, what should you do? Keep trusting God. Don't you ever keep trusting God. the other night we were talking planning and somehow complaining with my wife, you know those those couple bedroom talks when the kids are asleep they don't understand you will get there someday praise the (laughs) Lord we were talking we were planning and then this is where we all obviously have plans there are certain things that we want to do and achieve and sometimes the reality on the ground looks far-fetched from the dreams that you want to see i'm talking about the reality of your circumstances does not seem to agree with the plans that you have. And then, you know, we talked. And then we also got to a point where we said, Imagine if such problems never came up, that Kamani could have grown. Maybe would have been talking about this amount. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just trying to, to paint a picture. And then you know we're talking, and I think I was dozing because I was tired, and we slept. And now the next morning, which was yesterday, I remember when I was uh, I was preparing to leave home. Something that really got to me. She said, You know, when she was praying meditating on God's word, the Lord spoke to her and she said, God is saying, Sometimes we talk, we worry, and we plan too much. More than we pray. And I totally agree with that. That's what we do in our lives. I know we all have plans for our lives. Good ones. Some of you are already budgeting and planning for your wedding. You are planning and already envisioning your graduation and many other things, maybe. You are already envisioning how big your business is going to be and then, if you are to look at the circumstances surrounding you you cannot see those dreams coming to pass because you have a multi-million dream with a zero account. talking to somebody. Now, here is my point. The scripture is very clear. Let's go back to the 6. Don't worry about anything but pray about everything. Imagine if the energy that we spend, if the energy that is exerted on worrying and complaining, if we rather invested it in prayer, if the times we are complaining, we are praying. If the many times we are worried, we are actually praying. We didn't create ourselves. We cannot fully figure ourselves out. We can't. Why do we pray? Prayer is an act of humility. You're telling God, I just know myself in this world. It's by the help of God's word that we actually know how we came to this world and why we came. There there is none of us that actually planned their existence on earth. No one was there before you were there. You were in the plan and in the mind of God. A lot of people are very frustrated today because we want to figure out this life based on a certain picture that we have created. And sometimes we are so busy comparing our lives with the lives of other people, the achievements of other people. We feel other people are far in a better place. I know you believe that someday you want to drive maybe a nice vehicle. Let's say, maybe you want to drive a fortune that costs about a million to your one million. Now, looking at your current financial status, Some of you, the only thing you have registered in your name is a SIM card. No bank account. No passport. Now here is the thing. Check how much you have in your account. And do one million divided by the amount you have. Naturally and realistically speaking, it feels like in order for you to save a million you will need many 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 years what's my point there are certain things that will just stress you they will just depress you imagine how You want to have that powerful wedding. You don't don't even have money. On top of that, you don't even have a partner. Glory to God. So the more you think about those things, you know what happens? The more you get depressed. Because you discover that where your life is and where you want to be Do not seem to marry or agree. But what's my point today? No matter what is happening in your life, keep trusting God. We are believers. I'm not going to tell you believe in yourself when you even lost faith in yourself. Let's be honest. How can you believe in yourself when there is nothing in yourself? Let's be honest. Sometimes you listen too much to motivational speakers that actually demotivate you through their motivation. How can they keep on telling you just keep looking inside you? Then whenever you check, all you have is an empty inside. Now, in line with what I shared, there is nothing wrong with talking about what we want to achieve because there is power in what we say. There is nothing wrong with planning our future. Planning is actually biblical because we we actually worship a God that is so strategic, a planning God. He says, "I know the plans." He's a God who plans. Nothing wrong with that. But the problem comes in when we keep talking and we keep planning without praying. The problem comes in when we keep strategizing and we don't pray. But most of the times we spend too much time complaining instead of praying. So we can choose to either pray or complain. It's a choice. I've heard many people say, I have tried. There is nothing I have not done. Sometimes they even like him. Have... Sometimes I've had people that ask you questions. And then you, you have questions for them that you can't ask them because you are afraid you might discourage their already dying faith and someone will be be saying i have applied everywhere and then you're there asking yourself have you you applied to some job have you applied to because you know those are the questions i have in my mind (laughs) when someone says i've applied everywhere So we can choose to either complain or pray. I want us to read Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-seven. Then we're going to skip to verse the thirty-one. These are the words of our Lord Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. there Sermon on the Mount? Same. This is where you actually find uh, the golden rule: do unto others what you want them to do. Until the Lord's body of prayer many 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 other things this is where you also find um, uh, not everyone who calls to me Lord, Lord, shall I enter the kingdom of God Matthew 5, 6, 7, so rich so now you, for your own study and meditation, go and start from verse 25, but I want to read verse 27 and who of you by what can add one hour to the length of his life this is the question By worrying, what did you add to your life? By worrying, have you ever added anything to your life? Is it yes or no? Have you ever added anything to your life by worrying? This is Jesus. Who of you, by worrying, can add one hour to the length of his life? If you are able to get what Jesus is saying there, then you will choose to pray and not worry. So what Jesus was saying here, there is a big symbol here. Worrying does not act. It actually subtracts. The time you are actually using to worry is being wasted. No time is wasted in prayer. Worry is a sheer waste of time. It's not actually. It's, it's not sheer. It's, a, it's not a sheer waste of time. It's sheer. They never sheer waste of time. Sure. so you can you can also learn something today. So worrying is a sheer waste of time. Prayer is an investment in eternity. Now I want us to go to verse thirty-one. Keep this verse in your mind. Who among you, by worrying, has ever at it even a single hour to his life? Therefore, do not worry or be anxious perpetually at ease distracted now this is so powerful prayer will redirect your life worry will distract your life haven't you noticed that the moment you just get so worried and you start complaining even the little energy you had goes away even the little hope Your heart turns into hopelessness. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually at ease. Meaning it is okay to feel an ease for a moment. Haven't you noticed that the Bible does not um is the Bible doesn't talk against weeping? But the Bible says weeping may endure for a night. So meaning you have to cry for a moment, but you need to get down, because when the day comes, joy has to come. Bible says there is a time for everything, time to weep, and time to rejoice, but people spend most of their time worried, so do not worry, say, what are we going to eat? This is present continuous. Will I graduate? I have seen a lot of people graduating that actually doubted they were going to graduate. The Bible says, he that starts a good work in you is faithful. Do you know that actually most of the things that you are worried about, most of the things that you even fear, are not what you think they are. They don't even happen. How many things have you been worried or afraid of? You've been worried about them, you've been afraid of them, and look at where you are. There was a time you were so afraid and you were so worried you never thought you would see the following day. But you are here today. Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. And fear is a thief of hope. Fear steals your peace. It takes your peace away. Just like one is a thief of time. When you are worried, you are wasting your time. Saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? And what are we going to wear? Verse 32. For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. Those outside Jesus are always chasing after these things. They always... Do you know that there are people that are literally living just to look good, to be nice, and just to make an end? I have seen people that can buy an expensive farm. They can't buy a Bible that costs a hundred bucks As Ask never, is that you? If you are the one repent, Amen. For the
0: parents seek
1: all these things, but do not worry. For your heavenly Father. Knows that you need them. God knows what you need. What are you supposed to do? Let's go to verse 33. Seek first. But first and most importantly, seek. Aim at strive after His kingdom. Above all, above all, don't seek God to get married well. Don't seek God to just have a good job. Don't seek God just graduate. Don't seek God just as a child. But first and most importantly, we must be able to seek, and that is ever to strive after His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right, the attitude. And character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. Will be given to you also. Do you believe that God can actually give you what you so much desire? Do you believe, or you, or maybe you want to work? So hard to have what you are touching. Have you noticed that slowly, even believers are embracing, hasty, to come to a point where it replaces their faith in God? I beg people, say you have to have someone. Yes, we have to work. God needs to have something to bless. But for how long have you been working hard? For how long have you been planning? What is happening in your life? And that is why Jesus says, if you are tired, you you know, I came to a point where I got so tired in my life along the way. In my growing up, I got tired of depending on my own efforts. I embraced Matthew 11, verse 28, where Jesus says, Anybody that is tired, I'm inviting you, come to me, come to me. And He says, I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. I will give you rest. With God, you can actually work hard from a place of rest, not from a place of panic, not from a place of toil, but from a place of rest. This is where you have the difference, as we were taught by our admin, that there is a difference between working hard and working smart. So, prayer adds to you. Wow, complaining takes from you let me say that again prayer adds to you while complaining takes from you or rather subtracts from you in prayer you invest in complaining you waste What are we supposed to do? We are supposed to cast all our burdens on God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7 quickly. Casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on Him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. You know that word, casting, casting, it means to forcefully forcefully throw something. So there is a place where you may not feel like it. But just cast all your cares on the Lord. And He's going to catch them. All your cares. This means your anxieties, your worries, your concerns. For He cares about you with deepest affection. So meaning God feels what you feel, God knows what you are going to Don't he cares. Those who wait on the Lord shall have their strength renewed. I want us to read Isaiah forty. This this one Isaiah forty. I want to share with you something that God revealed to me today when I read this scripture. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run And not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is the will of God for you. You can actually work hard from a place of rest. But now, here is what I want to focus on those who wait on the Lord. On Now, that word, on, in this context, you know, refers to your best, what you are standing on. So, as you wait, the question I have for you today is what are you standing on? What are you basing your faith on? Some of you You have so much faith in your rich uncle. I will go to school. I believe I will go to school someday and you just have your your uncle in the pictures. My uncle will sponsor you. Let's be honest. How many of you have been disappointed? How many of you were taught when you pass your exams? Don't worry about your books, your bag. That's on me i don't know about you but i've been there how many of you were taught uh, when you're passing your grade nine i'll buy you shoes from Butter? and you know how how much we we value shoes from Butter. not everybody managed to buy shoes from Butter. those shoes were for specific people and if your parents bought you that shoe they worked for several months That was a shoe they got for you with the picture that you put it on for the next three, four, five years. And when they were buying, they made sure they got, if you are putting on size 7, they got you size 11. <laughs> you're good enough. How many of you have been there? Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my auntie, <laughs> my auntie people that grow up with everything. They no, are never going to that's why you don't get answers from God. Even if you pretend, Father, all oh, is well. <laughs> like sometimes you tell God, God is asking, what do you want to do for him? I, I just need you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Philippians 4, verse 6, we will be taught, let's stay here. Tell God what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, God showed me something about the scripture those who went on the Lord so meaning you are starting on what God has said everything else around you may not agree with what you are believing but because you are starting on the promises of God haven't you noticed that there is a place where hope will come to an end hope will turn into hopelessness have n't you read in Romans chapter 4 from verse 16 going down that the Bible says Abraham believed God against hope. So meaning Abraham came to the end of his hope. Guys, sometimes what gives you hope is when your condition is hope, At least Monica life. But you're talking about Sarah is ninety. Sarah was about was about sixty, I mean sixty-five, and Abraham is about seventy-five, and God tells you you're going to have a son. Sarah is ninety. Abraham is about hundred years old, and you're still believing that you're going to have a child. we can't wait upon god we can't make it outside god we can't wait upon god without god we can't make it outside god we talk about prayer a lot and we don't pray a lot that's where the problem sometimes we can say, child of God, if only you can pray, but the question is do we actually pray? And then, the other thing that affects us is this. yawe <laughs> every time time, you have embraced the mentality of when I go down, you will lift me up when I go down, you will lift me up so even the second you reach at a point where you now start falling deliberately because God will lift you up if you keep falling if you keep going down
0: Even when
1: you know you are supposed to be up, you will never go up. If you read the scriptures, the Old Testament talks about falling a lot. The New Testament talks about rising a lot. In the Old Testament, we are in a fallen state, so God is trying to lift us up. Have you observed? But in the New Testament, we are actually in a place that is far above, in a place that is elevated. The mentality that you keep falling and failing shouldn't be entertained in the life of a believer in Christ. Let me show you Jude 1:24. Jude chapter 1, verse 24 even though jude just has one chapter jude one twenty four. look at this now unto him that is able to keep you from falling
0: unto him that is able not
1: just to not to just to lift you up but to keep you from falling it's not every time that you will have a testimony that you know oh, I fell and He lifted me up. Sometimes the testimony you should have is, I was about to fall and the Lord prevented me from falling. And to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. It should be our prayer that God keeps us standing no matter what comes our way. It should be our desire that we keep on praying no matter what is happening in our lives. You know why some people will tell you, you know why we have a lot of believers who are, and they will say, it is because believers pray and not wait. I believe there is some truth in that. <laughs> After we pray, we have to work because God blesses the works of our hearts. But have you noticed that what people are doing today is actually work and not pray? By the time they are supposed to pray, they are tired. By the time they are supposed to pray, they are tired. So, number one enemy that works against our trust and faith in God is trusting in our own understanding and knowledge above seeking God and above waiting upon God. There is an enemy that works against our trust in God and that is trusting our own understanding and knowledge about seeking God, about waiting upon God. Sometimes we want to assist him, we want to help him. You cannot help God. You can only trust God. Why was David a man after God's own heart? It's because David consistently sought the Lord. He consistently inquired of the Lord. To inquire is to consult. In all matters of your life do you consult God? Do you ever consult God? Even when David was king, he had all the power and authority in his hand there are certain things he could not do on his own. Even when David had the best army, there are certain things he could not go ahead and do. He still inquired of the Lord because it is not enough to be beautiful and answer. It, it is not enough for you to be knowledgeable, to be intelligent, to be strong enough. Remember the Bible tells us the battle is not to the strong. Food does not always come to the wise, but time and chance happens to them all. But my point is this David was referred to as a man after God's own heart because he sought the Lord, he inquired of the Lord, he consulted God. You find there are about nine records of a times that David inquired of the Lord more nine times. I want us to read one such time. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. Chapter 30, verse 8. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall, shall I overtake them? The Lord answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them. And without fail, on the cover, David had the power to just tell his army to pursue them, and the armies were well able to do that. But he still went to the Lord to consult, and God said, "You get pursued." When you do that you shall surely overtake. And without fail, you shall recover all. How many times have we gone ahead of God and still failed? Let's be honest. Sometimes we go ahead of God because we, 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 we saw there was a green light. Green does not always mean proceed. Even on the road, green does not always mean you can proceed. There is a place where green actually says you can only proceed when it is safe for you to move. I have noticed one thing, even when we are on the road, the truth of the matter is the traffic lights may be showing you green, but you still have to look left right you have to check your rear mirrors to check is the road safe and there are times when there is a traffic officer controlling traffic it's red but the traffic officer is saying you can proceed so life may not give you a green light but there is God who says, you can proceed. Sometimes the world may give you a green light, but your relationship with God cannot allow you to proceed. So it was only after the Lord told him, you can pursue. That's when they actually pursued him. And that word of the Lord was enough for them to go in battle knowing we have already overcome. Tell your neighbor, the word of the Lord is enough. What has God said concerning your situation? I trust God with all my heart. I don't know about you. Sometimes, it's not it's so discouraging when you are around believers who are always complaining. It's not that God has failed, but it is because we have failed to completely trust God. It is not that God has failed, it is because we have failed to completely trust God. God doesn't respond to emotions. God doesn't just respond to tears. God responds to faith. Faith moves God to move. I want us to read our last scripture. Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven to fourteen. For I know the plans and thoughts I have for you," says the Lord, "plans for peace and well-being, and not for desire, not not for disaster. But to give you a hope, to give you a future and a hope." Verse twelve. The psalmist has told us, God has a plan. There are people who deceive themselves. I always say this. If it was meant to be. Shall be if he was meant to stay, he will come. If that no even believers are bought that lie. look at this. If God wanted the Bible, was going to say, God has this wonderful plans for our lives. Then the, the, the strip was going to say, just Stay home, sleep, and wait for the plan of God to come to pass. But even after we have been taught, God has a good plan for our lives, not to harm us, but to give us a, a future and a hope. You've seen that eh? in verse 12, we are still taught, then you will call on me. What's that? You will pray. So even if God has a good plan, even if God knows what you need, you still have to ask Him. You, you still need to pray about it and you will come and pray to me. I will hear your voice. There is a place where God wants to hear your voice. Don't just always say amen to the declarations of your man of God. Register your voice in your presence. Why did the prophet Eli tell Samuel when you hear him call you again you should say here i am it is because there is a certain interaction we must have with god that is personal it is beyond our pastor it is beyond our church it is you and god i will hear your voice and i will listen to you with a deep longing, most of our prayers and seeking of God is actually done on the surface. It's not from the depth of our hearts. It's not deep. Sometimes even when people are are, are singing songs like, take me higher, take me deeper, the song is talking about going higher and deeper, but they're doing it on the surface and someone will be there take me higher take me deeper with you (laughs) hallelujah then with a deep longing do you just want God or you long for him there is a difference between wanting God and longing for God longing for God Means you so much. You need him. You need him. God has become a need. You can't do without him. If you can do without God, you don't need him. Then, with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity. And you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. God doesn't just answer words. When what comes out of your mouth comes out, God goes and checks your heart. From the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. But you know there is a place where the same Bible tells us that these people honor me with their lips and their hearts are far from me. There is a place where you can say what you don't mean. Do you never keep trust in God? I don't know where you are at the moment. I want us to close our eyes. I want you to be comfortable. Where you are. And I want you to focus. Look at what you're going through. Look at your life. And I want you to begin to focus on God. Be in that comfortable posture. You can sit. You can kneel down. You can stand. You can lay down just focus on God. And I want you to begin to pray about whatever is bothering you. Don't just start counting how many problems you have. I want you to begin to pray about whatever is bothering you. And just tell God, I'm here to cast all my burdens on you. Open up your mouth and be in the name of Jesus. Father God, we praise you. We come before your presence. Lord, there is a lot that is bothering our hearts. There is a lot that is not okay in our lives. We pray them all unto you. We surrender it all to you, O Lord. Lord, I join with the faith of your beloved children in this place even those online whatever is bothering our hearts I pray our father that may you be able to come through in Jesus' name whatever is hurting us whatever is making us feel that discomfort whatever is taking our peace away whatever is taking our joy away we ask you, Father God, to come through. We may not understand what's going on, but as we pray, we believe, Father God, you're going to come through because you never fail. My heart, my heart, cries you
0: My heart, Lord. my heart rise to me. my heart my heart Praise to me. my heart my heart Praise to you. I you my soul. My soul Long story. In the name of I I want you. I need you. In my life. I want you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. In my life. Yeah. I need you. in my life, I give you I He is He is
1: With a mind, soul of grace, bodily telling God what you need. If you need peace, if you need joy, if you need a prayer any provision, I believe in God for the salvation of anybody healing, restoration. I want you to begin to tell God what you need. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come before your presence. We ask you, Lord.
0: You know our desires. You know our greatest needs. of God We bring them before you, God.
1: I agree with the desires, with the cries, with the prayers, with the faith of the children in this place. Even those online. But Lord, may you begin to give us what we need according to your will. According to your purpose, if it is the of the Father God comes here. If it is healing, Lord, we call upon you. If it is making a way where there seems to be no way, we call upon your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, begin to grant our needs in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to meet our needs. We
0: are
1: tired of complaining about our needs. We are tired of talking about our needs. We are tired of thinking about them. We are tired of being worried about them. Father God, we are praying about them now. We are praying for their actualization. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, King of glory. We pray and we cry to you. We know that any that trust in you will never be put to shame. And as we are calling upon you, we shall be saved. We shall receive our healing. You shall make a way for us where there seems to be no way. In the mighty name of Jesus, but of God, we pray for all our needs. May you answer our prayers in our families, Of oh God in our community oh god in our nation in the mighty name of jesus we bring before you oh god both great and small needs that not may you begin to meet them your way tells us that as we pray we must pray before
0: You. we must ask for you oh lord our daily bread and
1: you will meet our needs in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, for each and every person in this place. You, Lord, know our needs. We are bringing them before you. May you begin to answer our prayers. Begin to meet our needs, of
0: God. In Jesus' name. Lead us at the point of our needs, even beyond. In the name of Jesus. King of Glory, thank you, Jesus. It is well. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul,
1: it is well, it is well with your soul. in line with the word today we are going to ask God to teach us to pray more than we complain and may God give us a heart of gratitude may we thank God more than we complain may we seek God more than we seek more than we run after material things I want us to pray to say God May you hold our hearts to seek after You from the bottom of our hearts. And Lord, as we seek You with all our hearts, we believe we shall find you. Let's make that our prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, King of glory. We want to say thank you for the service. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you, teach us how to pray. More than we and teach us how to be grateful. More than we ask for things more than we run after material things father god may we seek you from the bottom of our hearts in the mighty name of jesus christ it is our prayer that lord we will never go in there without prayer we will never be too busy for the place of prayer in the mighty name of jesus instead of complaining we shall pray instead of just planning we shall pray teach us our prayer oh God on a daily basis wherever we go we shall keep on praying we shall pray more than we complain in the mighty name of Jesus Christ because we have learned as we pray, we are investing our time. As we worry, we are wasting our time. Those we choose to invest and not waste our time. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. For you have saved me. I thank you. I thank you.
0: For you love me.
1: I love you. I love you, I did I too love you, I love That for a ti So I so grateful this evening. We pray, O God, in line with what we have received this evening. May you help us to keep trusting in you, no matter what. May you help us to see beyond. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for each and every person in this place. Lord, you know what we are going through. We are prayed about some of the things. And I believe we've, we've left out many other things. It's my prayer this evening that Lord, you will be able to answer our prayers. Give us the peace that this world cannot give. Give us the joy that this world cannot give. May you make a way for us where there seems Lord, give us a heart that will love and not hate. Give us a heart that will endure and not give up. Lord, give us a heart that will seek after things that please you and not just after material things. Give us a spiritual sight that will help us to see beyond what meets the physical eye. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for every family represented in this place. But Lord, may your heart be upon us. Bless the works of our hearts. Order our steps, and help us, O oh God, to be great disciples, that we'll be able to disciple the people around us, that will be able to shine your light, and be a soul to this world, may we not compromise, oh God, Father, where we fail, and where we fall, may you always help us, in Jesus' mighty name, because we are perfected in and through Christ, in Jesus' mighty name, may the Lord keep you, May the lord bless you may the lord cause his face to shine upon you day and night you are blessed when you go out you are blessed when you come in In the mighty name of jesus yours is an upward movement only the glory of god does not move in reverse the lord will keep on lifting you i am an that. in jesus mighty name the enemy the devil is a liar we believe god's report over your life In Jesus' mighty name, where you are now is not your permanent conclusion. God is taking you to the promised land. You will make it, you will testify. It will not end in tears. It will end in
0: testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Somebody say amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah.